Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of Truth to Power. I am your host, Tyrus McKnight, and soon we will be joined by three women that I know. Uh, we got April, we got Snicks, Snicks is back, and we got Jazz. Jazz is back as well. And they will, all three of those ladies will be joining us, and we're going to have a conversation about relationships and just some people making themselves marriage material and some people just making themselves sexual material. And we're going to speak truth to power. Hello. Hey, Snicks. Hi. <laughs> How's everything going? Everything's going good. Okay, so we're waiting Thank for you. Yeah. Okay. We got some people joining us. I don't know if I told you. We got like uh, two other people supposed to be joining us. So okay. The more the merrier. So wait on them. The more the merrier. I was like, yeah, that's how I'm going to get, um, that's how I was going to get two other women opinion on how I be feeling. Cause you know, apparently people think that I think that I know everything, but let's, <laughs> <laughs> let's get to it. Let's, let's we're going to, so we're going to get, we're going to touch on some things tonight. <clears throat> When is next to coming back on? Oh, I am getting beat yeah. up about this. Hopefully yes. Monday. That's the plan. My Hopefully birthday. Monday. My birthday. Monday. Your birthday. Oh, okay. So you just missed being a Sagittarius. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, don't be a hater. Don't be a hater now. <laughs> don't be a hater. Just gonna wait for me to get in here. Which is very awkward because you have Capricorn traits. Ugh. Like what? Excuse me? <laughs> what type what of Capricorn traits do I have? Ooh. You know Capricorns are stubborn. Hmm? Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's uh, what they call it, nature versus um, nurture. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's just my environment. I think, I think I'm a true Capricorn, too. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I was a true Sagittarius. No. I think I am. No. Think I am. You got to read up on the Capricorn. Let me know. Okay. <laughs> All right. They say I'm an enigma. Some people say I'm an enigma. Mm. Mm. Telling you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to tell you. Mm. Hey. Where everybody at? I don't know. I'm, I'm waiting on. Let's give them. I'm being patient right now. Let's give them. Forty more seconds. Jasmine in the building. Hey, Tyrus, how you doing? We got Snicks on the line too. I don't know if I told you we'd be doing the show with Snicks as well. Hello, Jasmine. Hi. How you doing? <laughs> called you Snicks. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Snicks. If that's okay that I call you that. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big thing. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. okay, cool. So, okay, so let's get started. I think um, when I text you guys, I was um, saying that um, I really want to talk about being sexually attractive to, um, as opposed to being um, attracted for matrimony or marriage. Um, mm-hmm. This is a black empowerment show. And one of my missions would be to get the black woman and the black man on the same page if I possibly could. Because in my opinion, um, 
white supremacy doesn't fear anything more than that. Just us being on the same page and fighting white supremacy on the same level. But I wanted to talk about something um, before we started. Um, I don't know. Does anybody know who Lyra Galore is? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. yeah. What, about, what about you, James? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we got April on the line too. April's here too, y'all. Hello, <laughs> so, hello, April. Okay. Hi, April. Okay. <laughs> so we were talking about the uh, we were talking about the whole concept of being um attractive for marriage as opposed to just being sexually attractive, right? Mm-hmm. So now, in my opinion, in Black society, we. We sometimes look through, look at romantic love and put on partnership through a fairy tale lens, and through this lens, we tend to develop unrealistic expectations for my part, for our partners. Um, for example, I'm a long advocate and proponent of men should be protectors and providers, and women should be nurturers and helpmates. Now, mm. people, now people say that's outdated. And, and, but in my opinion, that's the best um, offering or the best example that I've seen for us as far as like relationship goes. So that's just my opinion. But I really want to talk about this because Lara Galore, who is an attractive woman, had she had a falling out with her baby daddy on social media. Um, he's the, um, the CEO of Quality Control Records. And he exposed some text messages where she admitted to having five abortions. And I was like, wow, you actually laid down and slept with somebody that had five abortions. Now, I think a woman should have the right to choose to do with her body, but that's not really something that you want to marry or to be in the, being your, be somebody that you want to be in your life for the rest of your life. How do you guys feel about it? Next, want to start? Okay, so she, she he exposed some text messages stating that she had five abortions for whom? This is my she, question. She said trash ass niggas. That's that's what she said. So it wasn't him. That wasn't him. Um, I don't I don't like to be judgmental when it comes to those type of things, you know. But um, he had to know that prior to him being with her. So if you accepted it at the time, I think it was just totally disrespectful for him to expose that type of information online, which I know that according to her, uh, that she's been um, domestically abused by him. So it's like a back and forth war on the Internet, which is so stupid to me. Um, I think that the Internet is ruining everything for everybody. And I think that we misuse it. I think it's very disrespectful the way that they're handling the whole situation. But as far as her situation with abortion, she chose to do what she wanted to do. And apparently he knew that before he pursued her, probably. Um, So that's what he decided to be with. So now you all of a sudden you want to expose her. I just think that's just trash. James? So, Lara Galore, I'm not too familiar with her. Apparently, she's what, some kind of socialite or something? Um, right? 
Yeah, yeah, or Otto or Vixen or something. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say okay, that. okay. And so this guy, this is her husband that exposed her. Not her um, baby daddy. Her baby daddy. Okay. Yeah, baby daddy. I hate that word. <laughs> I hate that word. Well, the father of her child. Yeah. The fa- Okay. To get everybody comfortable okay. around here. <laughs> <laughs> well. I mean, I guess I kind of agree with uh, Schnicks on the fact that, you know, she had an abortion. That was her choice. And the whole exposure, like, this really isn't about the abortion. This is more about him being petty toward her and being, what's the word? Um, Like, I thought that was a loser move for him to do. Like to expose. It's like if the shoe was on the other foot and she decided to expose him for some stuff that she accepted or she turned the cheek to or turned her head to and accepted him as a partner or as the father of her kid, you know, and then turn around because they're on bad terms to expose some foolishness. I just think that's wrong. So to me, it's not really about the abortion. I know, Tyrus, that's your point because you oppose it <laughs> and I get it. That's fine. But mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, I wouldn't be judging that part. I would just judge the fact that you know, just because something is south now, not everybody want to go on this exposure rant, mm-hmm. and it's all for social. It's like for social clout to me. That's all I have on that matter. Okay, <laughs> April. Okay. Um. Well, I know from like kind of starting with the beginning of them, from what I'm getting from social media, I think she was suing him for like 15 million for like I think the. Of domestic abuse Correct. and then after that it kind of went to a uh he's an unfit father so that's when he kind of came back and was like you know i live for my kids etc cetera, etc cetera, and like exposed those text messages now i honestly feel like that shouldn't have been out there i know he does feel some type of way about her calling calling him an unfit father especially if he is an active father because i know that's not the only child he has so I would never know or probably we would never know how involved he is with his other children. But I guess that was a trigger for him, which made him do that. But at the same time, like, I feel like that's uncalled for. <laughs> I know his feelings might be hurt, but like, and then he also, I think in the text messages exposed that she does coke or something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, it was like a lot of stuff being said. And I feel like because of social media, people tend to run there and tell all of their personal business, like, we would know none of this if they wouldn't air it. Right. But so, I do want to, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. You go. No, you're fine. You go. <laughs> I, but I do want to answer, kind of answer your question, because I know we kind of fiddled around the question that Tyrus asked. Do you feel that she's fit enough to be marriage material? Is that the question that you're asking? Yes. Okay. It's, um, to each his own. Um, uh-huh. probably not in the eyes of others because this was exposed. I don't think anybody's walking around stating, hey, I had five abortions. Um, so if that's what you you okay with, I don't see nothing wrong. Everybody has a past, but I do think that um, she has other issues with her that would probably stop me from marrying her. And that would be the the drug abuse because it has been confirmed that she does use a lot of drugs. Um, I think that that would be more of the issue for me than anything. But again, we're blaming her about the abortions, but I'm sure he knew about her drug abuse and all the other things that she does before dealing with her. She He probably dealt with her because she looked good. 
but didn't understand what was going on in the inside or what was going on with her as a person. And she probably dealt with him because he had money, but not knowing that he have maybe have abusive tendencies. And they both got exactly what they knew they were going to get. Huh. How you feel about that, Jazz? Um, I agree with her in the fact that, you know, there are some issues with her, you know, internally. It's it's a identity issue or a crisis she probably has, just mm-hmm. like with him. You know, there are things that they need to sort out separately, just like black men and black women. You know, this is why we can't get on the same page because we have our own hangups with the opposite sex. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, we have our own internal hangups that we don't know how to deal with, express with, get counseling for, to know how to move toward the right direction and come together as a, you know, as a black family because it's been so broken for so many decades. But um, yeah, you know, the the abortions, if we're looking at her and saying, hey, you know, she's not marriage material because of the abortions, well, I can understand why some men may feel that way. But that's not the only issue that makes her mm-hmm. unfit. Correct. You know, it's, forget the, you know, everything is like, is this big blown up thing about abortions because this is what society really wants us to talk about because it's an issue, you know, with government <clears throat> about women having, you know, the control over their own bodies. But, at the end of the day, it's drug abuse. A uh, drug abuse is identity crisis. She mm-hmm. have self disrespect. You know, all of those things are why she's not marriage material. Just like he's not marriage material. Because if you got to beat on a woman and you're not a man, point blank, period. You don't even have to go beyond his other issues. Right. That's enough right there. He's not marriage material. So, I mean, we we can point the finger. At, at the woman all day, but it's the man too. Neither one of them are probably fit for marriage. Okay. April? Yeah, like, I really agree with both of them. Um, Like, if you're looking at it, people in the industry, especially like that, like before she was with him, she dated Rick Ross. She might have dated someone else. You never know. But like, if like some of the IG models or, or however you, how, whatever you want to call them, um, they tend to date people in those industries or they might kind of like date the same people like in that same circle. So I feel like he probably knew what he was getting himself into. So, and also from knowing that she's had like five abortions, you still laid up with her, you still impregnated her. So Mm. all of those things play a fact as in like, the person that that you're with I don't feel like also like I don't feel like her five abortions make her unmarriage worthy because there's probably some women who are married right now that probably had more mm-hmm. but their mm-hmm. significant other doesn't even know that mm-hmm. you know so it's like and she's probably and those women are probably great women besides those choices that they made to not have those children so I feel like if we're looking at on like that abortion aspect, I feel like that shouldn't just rule her out as being like unworthy of marriage. And like also on his take, if he is an abuser or like also he has a good amount of kids. And I don't know how many, <laughs> like I don't know how many mothers they have or like what is it, but if he did have more than one, like you know, more than one partner who he had a kid for, does that make him unmarriage material? 
because a lot of us these days or a lot of people already like you know if if you meet a man or meet a woman someone might already have a kid or two so does that just deem them like you know unworthy of marriage oh wow panel oh i totally Jack. agree with everything she said Jess, do you think if somebody has a kid that that um, or kids, multiple kids, that that makes them um, unworthy of marriage? No, but for me, the 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 better question would be: are are they really fit parents? Because how in the world can oh. you can you give the attention to every kid that every kid needs? You know, especially if I mean it it goes down to the the breakdown of the the family home, you know, you're not married. So there's no way in the world you can spend. These kids aren't living with you. You know, even if they were, even if they, if, even if it was from one, one mother, you're still not in a household with them. So the whole point, I mean, if we want to really get down to it, the point of marriage, one of the main points is to reproduce. So why would I, consider you as a potential mate if you got five plus other kids with different mothers i may just be on the list for later down the road we this may not even be real Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know later down the road and then here it is just another part of your collection but that's my take on it collecting baby models (laughs) collecting checks uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay so oh yeah that too <laughs> yeah so another issue popped up on social media that i found interesting um i think me and april talked about this project oh together but uh jr smith uh he's a basketball player nba player for those who don't know who he is um now he's he was married and um he's been married for over three years now but he's been accused of allegedly cheating on his wife with actress candace Patton. Uh, or Peyton, however they pronounce that. Um, but however, Jr. has recently defended himself by saying, you know, we've been separated for a while and things of that nature. So, um, as far as then you can find on um, on the shade room just praying for both of them. I don't know if y'all seen that clip. Did y'all see that? Mm-hmm. Did everybody yes. see that? Okay, so she's no. praying for both of them. So, no. so I just want to get your thoughts on this before. I say what I'm about to get ready to say. April. <laughs> okay, so my biggest thing is I like I said again, like social like we all say with social media, like mm-hmm. that's one of the biggest downfalls because I myself would never I'ma say never and I rarely say never, but never get on social media and sit there if I'm married, pray for my husband and his mistress or pray for him to basically keep his penis in his pants and to like come back home like I I can't do that that's just me but I feel like I know he said that he's been separated from her but I I'm just uh I honestly feel like it's still wrong we don't we don't know I know Tyrus we don't know the whole backstory we don't because a lot of times from a lot of people that I've known who have been married and decided to like separate a split they legit were in the same household Dur- during that separation a baby was made things like that you know what I'm saying like 
of some people's separations are really actually actually real separ- separations. They live in separate households, don't, you know, have that much communication or something like that, and actually are, like, you know, I guess making those steps to, like, be divorced or something like that. But, like I said, we don't know the whole story or how their arrangement is, but I just don't, I just don't like it. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I don't like it. I could be wrong, you know, about the whole situation, but I just feel like it could have been done in more of a tasteful way. I don't know. I just feel like it just, tasteful. she, she's just looking, it, it, it looks, I felt bad for her. Like it looks sad. Huh. You huh. know, like, yeah. don't, don't do that to yourself. All right. All right. So, me. so here we go. All right. <laughs> so, Let's go, girl. Okay, so listen. If we're yeah. gonna talk about back in the day, back in the day, we're gonna talk about back in the day. So, I I want to word this right, so I'm trying to say it right. Um, Christians were taught that you're supposed to pray the demons away. My issue with the situation is the same thing as April was stating. We were taught to you're supposed to go in the closet and pray the demons away. You're not supposed to go on social media and pray the demons away because the prayer is not real if you have to say it within a million people. Okay. I think that she's still hurt. Mm-hmm. I think that she's still in love. I think she's still mentally and physically married. Again, that goes back to the situation. We don't know what their living arrangements is. We don't know what type of relationship because you can be separated and still deal with your wife off and on because something's going on where she believes that they're still together or they have some type of hope wish and prayer that they're going to get back together but when you're when you're married and you're separated you're still legally married you have to be separated for a year before you can even talk or discuss divorce. Now, we know that men do not wait a year to move on. Just me? We just gotta throw the men under the bus? No, I mean, let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. Especially especially if it was his... No, no, no. It's It's more likely for a woman to hold out than it is for a man. Right. Oh, that's why. Why? Wait, wait, wait. wait, I'm just. No, 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 no. No, wait. That's how we made. We're definitely going to let you, because I know you got something on this part. (laughs) (laughs) Look, it's been known that men do not wait until they get out of relationship. Look, a man don't get out of relationship. Until they they in another one already. Mm. Mm. So nine times out of ten, he was cheating. Nine times out of ten. But the fact of the matter, she has not mentally left the relationship. She has not physically left the relationship or emotionally left the relationship. But the prayer was cringing to watch. (laughs) Why was it cringing to watch? It was like, oh my God, get off. This get off. Cut it off. Shut it down. Like it's just she's she's in pain. You can tell, but it was just like, oh my God, this is you can't do this online. They people live on the internet and that is like the my pet peeve right now of twenty nineteen. I have watched people get into arguments and 
really think that the internet is their mentor, their counselor, their everything, and they put all their business out. Okay. So, okay. So, I'm really, okay, all right, snakes. But I'm really curious to know why is it that women, in Jazz's opinion, and Snick's opinion. Go ahead. And Snick's opinion. April. And April hopping on that bed. Okay. Okay. <laughs> April. April. Okay. Why? Okay. Why is it in y'all opinion um, that women move on slower than men? It's facts. It's known facts. Known facts. <laughs> well, I can't say that men will move. Not all women, but emotionally. Mm-hmm. But physically, yes. A woman, you know, emotionally is emotions and emotionally and physically are just two different separate things like Mm -hmm. a man can move on physically but it's not an emotional thing Mm. a woman can move on you know emotionally which would take a longer time to get attached and emotionally involved with another man and that's just you know how I see it but you know that's not to say that women can't move on quicker than their ex because I've seen that and known that to happen too. It's just our makeup is a little bit different on how we attach ourselves with the opposite sex. That's all. Okay. So I'm curious to know what this makeup is. So your makeup is different. How? Because we're more of an emotional Mm -hmm. species and male is more of a physical species. That's the difference in makeup. Hmm. I think men I think men leave physically first. Women leave mentally first. Like mm-hmm. they have to mentally leave the situation before they physically leave the situation. A man just jumps out there and leaves and then has not even thought about what's the consequences of what the situation can be or if this really something that he wants to do. Besides something physical. Right. Besides <laughs> yeah, something that's physical. Always Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, hold on. Okay, so so you guys are basically saying that man, we uh well, we're more physical creatures than emotional creatures, right? Facts. Correct. Facts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I would agree with you on that. Okay. I talk about that a lot. Um, however, when it comes to relationships and maintaining a marriage, um, and you know, I think, um, you know what, you know, a question I really want to ask too, um, as far as like um you know statistics show this is not Tyra speaking right now this is statistics statistics show that black women are the last to get married and the first to get divorced. Why do you think that is? That's a statistic. Hmm. You said that's a statistic. Yes. As a known fact. Uh, statistic. Yeah. Unfortunately. The last to get married and the first to get divorced. Uh-huh. I think that, you know, times just have changed as far as, um, you know, as as women, I think that when it comes down to the whole um, how men have been playing it since the beginning of time, women just have started to play the same game, you know, <laughs> and so it, oh, it oh, leads oh. us to <laughs> to wait a little bit longer, you know, because we in the playing field just like the men are in the playing field. Or comfortable so, with not being, being it being done at all. Right. And and some like myself, like marriage, you know, Tyrus, you and I have had this conversation 
you know, recently about <clears throat> marriage. You know, I don't, mm-hmm. I've never been married, so I don't understand it. You know, I know what the concept should be. I know what the idea of it is, to, but to really, you know, say I know what marriage is in and out, I don't know that. And another thing is, you know, not having a real, true, solid example of what it's mm. supposed to be. And so we don't have that as millennials. I can speak for all of us. I'm sure we all are that. You mm. know, as millennials, we really just don't have much of that exposure to what marriage is and what it's supposed to be. So we wait longer. So our focus doesn't go into our potential mate or life partner, it goes into our careers and our education. Absolutely. And I totally agree, especially for me when I'm not married. But, like, my mom, she was married to my sibling's father. Then she met my dad, and they've been together for, like, they just made, like, 32 years of being together, and they never once got married. They kind of was like, my mom didn't want to remarry, and my dad, he never married he was kind of on his like player craft and then he met mama so it was like a, they they just they were comfortable and they're comfortable with just that you know them being together and I don't know seeing that like I like honestly I didn't know what a marriage really was I watched my brother get married and things like that but besides that um I think kind of with me I said I would like to get married but if I don't I'm okay with it and I just probably seeing my my parents like cohabitate and have this family and build this without that ring mm-hmm. without that bondage so I think I, I would like it but I don't have to have it and maybe that's some people way of thinking too like it would be not like some I know some girls I know want a husband you know want that life and I also have a friend who's like girl I really don't want to be married she don't want to be married she doesn't, she doesn't want kids she just want to live her life like she's living her life and that's totally okay I feel like now we have I feel like women know that we have those different options and that we'll be okay whatever decision that we make like I'm not saying everybody back in the day but you know back in the day some women probably had a baby and decided to get you know marry that man or some people just wanted a way out of their parents house like my mom she legit told me the reason why she married my siblings dad was because she was tired of being underneath my aunt's roof <laughs> And she had my brother. So that's why she was getting married. And I'm like, some people chose that route for like maybe selfish reasons or because they felt like that was the only way out. And I feel like now we see that we have more than one option, you know, or we can do really hmm. what we want. Yeah. So that's, that's just how I look at it. Okay. So me, myself, I've had an example of, you know, just um, marriage and the whole cohesive of a family and everything. Uh, I had examples from my uncles and my mom and my dad. Now, it's an old school example and it's very, it, people could say, well, it's not updated or whatever the case is, but that's what I live and basically die by. So my whole thing is this. So what if, if you had to pinpoint one thing that's wrong with black relationships today, what would you say it is? Snicks. What's wrong with black relationships? Mm-hmm. This is like an hour podcast, right? I don't think you can pinpoint. <laughs> <one thing. laughs> 
How, yeah, it's definitely not one. It's not. It's definitely but, not one thing. You know how I feel going. about this. The the whole getting married thing. Uh-huh. Um, just back on to what what they're saying. You know, I feel like um, our grandparents and parents kind of ruined the whole marriage thing for us. What? Some people, I, oh. I I told you how I feel about this. Um, yeah. I think that, like I said, I think that we we as women. And some men just do not stand for the things that our parents were uh, okay with. Like our parents or grandparents was okay with the infidelity, and they didn't have the options. Well, they. I mean, you know. I don't know about the options, but and, and you're right. Some in some well, ways, education, some that, you know. yeah. So we have we have resources now. Some women stayed because they couldn't leave. Some women stayed because of uh, face. Um, you know, mm-hmm. there's a many things like I say, like your 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 grandfather had a wife and his kids, and then down the street he had the girlfriend and the kids. It's like that was acceptable or was tolerated per se. And I don't, we have too many options now to tolerate all the things that was tolerated or accepted back then. Um, I have been married. Uh, I don't have anything negative to say about marriage. I love love, but I am not searching for another husband. Unless, mm. and Tyrus hates when I say this, unless it makes the best business decision for me. Marriage. I think I would agree with that. I told you that marriage is a business. Yeah. I, it has I to never, now make sense. Yeah, yeah. I never, I don't think I'll uh, disagree with that because I don't. Uh... I think I always said that men, men should be able to provide and do things like that and yeah. be able to take care of their family financially, yeah. But yet uh, the woman also should be able to do the same things. Okay. You know, you <laughs> women do provide okay. and protect their families in certain ways, Tyrus. Okay. Right. So I do not think provide. that okay. we should not go back into the cave era of marriage <laughs> because that's why and that's when the infidelity the disrespect the abuse and all that was tolerated because we did not have options okay so but if you're with somebody you should be able to trust them that they wouldn't be able to do that for on you right right well there's a certain it's a if okay if you're the breadwinner you're the protector you're you're the all in all. You hold all the power. Mm-hmm. You know that's too much power for one individual. So then you think you are. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you think that you know with 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 all of that power comes the idea that you're invincible and that you can do mm-hmm. and take whatever you want mm-hmm. even when it comes to outside the household you know everybody cannot possess a certain kind of power and be faithful to their family that's just I mean and absolutely I never really relate anything to celebrity or whatever the case but look at Jay-Z and Beyonce and a lot of people will say well why did he step outside of his marriage from Beyonce why would he do that too much power because he could. He did it because he could. <laughs> you feel me? Mm-hmm. So, 
you know, I think that our grandparents and great grandparents, you know, the options weren't there. The man was the provider and there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I want my husband to be the provider, but that doesn't mean that I can't provide. Like, like she said, women provide in different ways. The man may be the person out there making the money, but I may be the person motivating him to go make that money. So I'm also a provider. You feel me? It's teamwork. <laughs> you know, and the woman can be a provider as well and make money. These days you have to be. Anyway. Right. Like you can't survive on one salary. That's just not the the, the days we are living in right now. Okay. April, five response. <clears throat> no, I totally agree. Tars and I have this conversation so much and it drives me insane. Mm-hmm. Because um, <laughs> I don't know, I'm always that like I I feel like oh, like me and Tars talk all the time. I, a man should provide, but I am that type of woman that I need to have my own as well. Mm-hmm. Like I want to bring something more to the table than washing dishes, than cooking your meal. Like I need to have that fulfillment in myself. Like if I earned a degree, I need to use it or I need to be doing something besides sitting in the house because that's something I can't do. I, that, that's, that's just not, it works for a lot of people, but I just know me, it's not going to work. And I also feel like how you say with that power, Tyrus actually, he talked about that as well. We actually talked about Beyonce and Jay-Z in mm-hmm. that power, but I still feel like if you're my partner and we made that vow that no matter how much power you have, you should that's something I feel like if you love me enough, that's something you shouldn't do. Because I feel like even if I had all that power, I know I wouldn't do it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No. And I have to disagree. <laughs> oh, I have to disagree. So- Listen, I don't care if it's male or female. If you possess mm-hmm. the power, you're going to use it. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You're going to use it. Whether it not be consciously, you know, like mm-hmm. you, you're going to do it. Because you can. And I just think that if you're going to be the broker, I need to be the real estate agent. I need to be able to be there side by side with you. If we're going to do it, we need to do it together. I don't want you to be the broker. And I'm the person who cleans the office at night when everybody leaves. Hmm. It's power, no matter whether it's woman or man. If you have it, you will use it. Can you share power, though? Yes. Mm. Okay. That's why well, if you're the broker, then you need to be, what she said? The real estate <laughs> agent. Right. You, that's how you share That's how you share it. And you keep let the me, power. Let me get the deal book. and you close the deal. But I would say that that's, but Jay-Z and Beyonce, I would say that Jay-Z is the real estate agent and she's the broker and he still was out there breaking off other women. So No, no listen. Because okay. he allowed the secretary to come in. See that this the 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 power that he well yeah the power <laughs> the power that he holds. Well, I always say this: no one okay. is invincible. No one is okay because she's Beyonce. She's still a person. She may have flaws and all. You know what I'm saying? So he doesn't can... see her as Beyonce. He see her mm-hmm. as the girl that I'm dealing with. You know, other people mm-hmm. see her as this. No, other people see her. I think he's a little bit more deeper than that. Now, 
I couldn't marry somebody and just be well, like, well, we now we can't speculate. It looks, we can't speculate that he saw Beyonce as his equal. Right. He still had more power than her, so he didn't view her as that. So, you know, absolutely. So, in we his may mind, see it from he, a celebrity mm-hmm. point, but not as husband and wife. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what people come with this false narrative about old um couple goals. When the door closes, you don't know what the what the situation is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, give me the prayer that she said. Baby, she might be saying a silent prayer to herself to get out of this. You never know what the situation is. So a person is a person, whether whatever we make them to be mega stars, but she's still just a person. Okay, well, so okay, so in your in you guys's what would be in your in you guys' opinion, what would be the ideal relationship for you guys as far as like male and female relations? Hmm. April, April. Uh, I can't even say because I don't know. I honestly don't know. I just know that I guess what I would want in my relationship would always be that level of trust of course like it's especially once that trust is broken it's hard to like gain it back but just that being being with someone that you can trust being someone that you can grow with build with um, that communication communication is very for me especially especially when I first started my relationship it was very hard because I really never been in a relationship so I didn't know how to really be in one but um, learning how to communicate with each other, learn each other love languages. Um, I really don't know. Uh, that's some things I could just think of, but I don't really have no like blueprint for the ideal relationship. <laughs> okay. James? Um, ideal. I'm still, you know, for me, ideal, I'm still <laughs> figuring out exactly what I want, but for sure, you know, I want a best friend. You know, I think mm. if you're with a, your best friend, somebody you can trust, you know, if something happens in my life, great or, or small, I want to be able to go to my best friend and share things, you know, and have the desire and, and know that my best friend wants to learn and hear about what's going on in my life every day. You know, it's like a best friend, um, trust, a trustworthy partner, you know, someone who understands me, but, but also challenges me in ways that I can't challenge myself, if that makes sense. You know, and and it's all to see me grow and vice versa, instead of a tear down. Like that's not realistic mm-hmm. for me, you know. So, but for me, right now, it's just a best friend. If you are my best friend, mm-hmm. that's what I'm <laughs> What's next? What you well, got? You know, I'm hard on the whole best friend thing. I okay. definitely feel like you have to be friends with somebody before you can even try to be in a relationship with someone. I think that we rush into relationships way too fast. So I think being someone's friend would mm-hmm. have to be the absolute number one thing for but me. you're in the friend zone though, right? No, it's a different type of friend. Okay. It's a different type of friend. I mean, 
listen, I don't want to go on a date with you and feel like it's a date every time we go out. I want to feel like I'm with somebody who I'm comfortable with, that I can discuss everything that I need to discuss with them. But again, communication and trust is like the number one thing in relationships. And you have to build those bonds before you just automatically think that it comes into play because I will not trust anyone that I just met. Trust has Hmm. to be earned. So you don't go into a relationship and have trust issues. You need to build that type of bond with the person first. Let the person show you who they are for a little while. You know, they may not show all face. Like you're not going to, you're not going to learn a person in three months. Not even three years. Okay. Continue. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I just, for me, like I'm not even in relationship mode. I hate to say that. You know, and I hate the little thing that we say as women, but I'm focusing on me. I'm I'm really focusing on me because I've been been there, done that. I've been in a relationship for a very long time. I've been married. I've done all of that. So at this point, I'm not even looking. Aww. If it happens, it happens. But I'm not there. But I love to see other people in love. I I do not think like I don't down anybody. You know, Tyrus know that I play kind of try to play matchmaker around everywhere. So mm-hmm. that's my yeah. thing. <laughs> so yeah. I do yeah. love to see other people in love. So I'm not yeah. against it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but you know, we all want companionship, though, right? Can we agree on that? Of course. We made for that. We made to want companionship. We're right. made to love and depend on each other. So that's just that's our nature. So the end goal would be marriage then. That's not no. that's not the goal always. That's not the goal always. So is it so is it that we have so many problems with relationships with black people? Um because we don't have any type of goals when we enter relationships or is it that we don't really know what we want? What do you guys think it is? Jax. Um, say that again for me. Let me see I if I understand you. I was saying that is it the problem with black relationships is that when we enter relationships or we get into them, we really don't know what we want. Or we don't have any goals within a relationship. Is that is that why? I th- I think the problem with a lot of things that we do is we're unintentional. You know, and we're unintentional with our relationships, with our friendships. We're unintentional with our jobs. A lot of times, it's you know, if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. Opposed to setting goals, you know, and sometimes you're in that space where. You know, you're frustrated or you're just coming out of something or some, you know, you feel like you get your hopes up too much and it does, it goes sideways. So it's just like, okay, well, I'm not going to plan. I'm just going to sit in the cut and if it falls from the sky, I'm going to take it. If it don't, you know, so it's like a defense mechanism and it's a protect, a protecting that we use, I think, just for things not going the way we plan. But Mm -hmm. I think a big part of it is we're unintentional going into things and going into situations so we don't create those goals like we should that's probably why divorce is a higher rate than what you know it should be one of the reasons not the main reason but you know you fall in love you you get married 
because that's where you are and then people grow apart and then things change so uh, I think for me with my own experience you know it's just it's not being intentional enough you know or allowing someone else to not be intentional like sometimes you have to say well I you know if you're going into a relationship or a friendship and you know what you want you can't allow that other person to not know what they want to. You know, I think that's that's unfair. If you want to work toward a goal and then that person's like, oh, well, if it happens, it happens. No, I need you to be on the same page with me. I don't want to be the pursuer of everything and initiate everything. I need this to be a mutual thing. So that's my take on it. Okay. April? Can you repeat the, I heard everything. Repeat the question one more time so I won't venture off. <laughs> Because oh, it's oh, an adventure. Oh. Well, I said <laughs> it's the main problem in black relationships um, that we don't have goals or we don't, um, like Jazz said, we're not intentional. I see that because only, like, sometimes you may go into something with goals or with plans and things like that, and that person probably said that they feel the same way, and the next thing you know, you're getting let down. You probably go into the next thing trying to be the same way and you get let down again so sometimes like Jazz said we, we are intentional about it sometimes it's a defense mechanism like I know for me it was kind of like uh, especially with boyfriend now even though we were in college we were playing around and we were like at first the first two times we tried to date it really wasn't ain't going anywhere so the third time I'm like a it's my last time, but I'm going to see where everything goes. So I didn't really start it off with anything like, oh, I need to be like this, this, this. But I knew what I wanted, and I knew what I wasn't going to tolerate, and I let him know that. But uh, <laughs> I really didn't go in with, like, oh, I see us here and there and here and here. Like, I just kind of let it flow, and we just been together now four years. So it's kind of like one of those things for me. So sometimes we can be unintentional, especially – on that person like how they view relationships or like what kind of relationships they've been in or just things like that hmm. I'm just trying to figure out why uh, jazz is my business because I <laughs> <laughs> I am so guilty and that is hmm. being unintentional with people and that is why I decided to step back because I am so guilty of getting into situations that I know nothing of. Like to me, I'm just being a friend to you and we're chilling and we're doing this and we're, and then I'm in a relationship that I know nothing about. Well, in my head, I don't know nothing about because that's not Hmm. where I'm at. But I have recently been actually addressed about it and I had to, you know, had to really sit back and look at myself when I was doing it, but I didn't realize that that's what I you was doing. You addressed by a man? By the man? Yeah, the it, yeah, he definitely okay. was. He was like, so, you know, we've been dating for such and such long, like, what are we doing? And in my mind, I'm like, dating? Oh. I didn't know hey. we were dating. That hurt me. No, but I'm... That hurt me when you said that. <laughs> no, no oh. so I'm like, dating? I didn't oh, know gee. we were dating. You did that? You said it like that? How you said it? Well, I didn't. How you said it? Well, you know, you know who I am, so you know I said it like that. I was like, oh, wait, oh. I didn't know we was oh, dating. Oh. I didn't, 
I didn't know. I gotta send my man a card or something. No, <laughs> but no, I, <laughs> but okay, but I I know that people do this because I did that, but it wasn't conscience. It mm. was, you know, like I didn't do that to, like, hold up. And immediately when the emotions came, I I, I left, and I was so guilty for doing this to him that I had to address my own issue. So I definitely understand what she's saying, Mm -hmm. but that goes back to me stating that communication is definitely needed when you're involved in, involved in anything, friendship, situationship, whatever it is, because my intentions was definitely not the same as his, but I didn't have a clue until he said something. Okay. So question. I don't, I really don't, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but where you make yourself uh, physically available, but not emotionally available? Uh, I feel like I was emotionally available for the friendship. Meaning, I you have we have to be friends first. Like I cannot be with you two months and automatically think that we're together. Okay, I get that. Okay, so wait, so how long can you, so how long are you supposed to be friends? Is there a duration on being friends or what? No, but that goes back to the communication thing. Like, what are we doing? Like, you know, what's your goal? What's the goal in this situation? It's I think it was like from day one. It was like right. And my friend tell me I have an issue with that too. So he's like, I'm like, listen, you have to ask me to be in a relationship. Or I know that's crazy. It sounds crazy, but because people don't get into relationships like talking about it anymore, they just. Right do whatever. I never assume mm-hmm. that we're together. Yeah. You have to say, hey, are we working on being together? Or, you know, what's your situation? Or, or what's, what's your mood? What's your feeling? Do, do you do you think that we're going somewhere? Is this vibing? I think that at the point where he told me, you know, we're in a relationship, I think the conversation should have been, so listen, I really like you. I hope you like me. What's your feelings? Because I'm thinking that me and you should try to be together something permanent you know something permanent but it was like I was in a relationship and I had no clue so in his mind he was in a relationship oh and in your mind that hurt too Jazz you weren't (laughs) but that goes back to communication though because women are usually more guilty of this than men so her her roles flipped yeah. You know, exactly. Because yeah. women, you know, we get in our heads and everything about a little fairy tale. And I'm just being honest. Very. That's just how women are, you know. And it goes back to what I said about, you know, when you asked the question about women being the last to marry and the first to divorce. Well, it's because the game been ran so long mm-hmm. everybody running the same game mm-hmm. now it has nothing it's, it's, <laughs> Absolutely. It has nothing to do with the opposite of sex. But well, what's the game? The game is we're going to be in this situation. We're not going to talk about being intentional. We're not putting it on the table that we together. <laughs> we together. Right. We just taking what we want from each other and then we moving on. And we're not really emotionally involved, but it's kind of like an understanding that's not talked about. <laughs> but, <laughs> you feel me? Okay, I, have, so. I have a question. Wait, Cyrus, because I, I okay. want to see right. what the idea, because I want you to hear what the answer is. I don't okay. know what the answer is going to be, but I just want to see something. Okay. Jazz and April. Would you mm-hmm. agree if I said the women are the new men in relationships? 
I just want to see what I don't I don't I, I, I won't say that we're the new men or women are the new men it's just that you know because then that would that would that would say that the men apparently must be the new women and that's not what it is that's not how I view it you know to me, there are some roles that have reversed, and it has a lot to do with our upbringing and how our parents baby us, men and women. Uh-huh. But um, I can't, I don't feel like we're the new men. I just feel like we're all kind of on the same playing field mm-hmm. to some level. You know, that's, yeah, like, so no, for me. I agree with Jazz, and I feel like some, like, we kind of just are on this, like, you know, not not all women, but some people might be like, you're going to play with me? I'm going to play with you. I'm going to beat you at your own game sometimes. Or like, I want to... And like, it's kind of bad to say. Well, it's kind of sad to say because I know, I actually know someone like, her and her husband be going tit for tat. And I'm like, what's the whole purpose of even being in this marriage? If y'all go, if, if he step out, you'll step out. Uh, if he playing games on social media, you're going to be doing it. I'm like, y'all are like 30-something-year-olds doing this and like but then post like y'all a big happy family but then next thing you know oh, yeah, he's stepping know out again she, I'm just like what right. the hell is this like I wouldn't want to but I feel like uh, some some women uh, and then also I feel like I'm not, like I feel like some women ain't gonna stand for certain things right and it's, it's more not of the revengeful part of it mm-hmm. but it's mostly like the emotional part of it like like she said, we don't dream of the fairy tale weddings anymore. Um, we don't dream about the white dress and going down the aisle. It's like if it happens, it happens. I ain't that's not what I'm searching for. I'm more searching for someone to be a companion with, but not so much the wedding is if it happens, it happens. Mm-hmm. When you were a little girl, you used to think of the white dress and I can't wait to have these children in the mm-hmm. house and all of that. <laughs> the vision is not the same. That's what I'm trying to see. Right. Because boys don't grow up thinking about the wedding. I don't think they ever did, though. That's, That's what I'm saying. So I'm they saying the men, men never thought about the wedding. And I'm just thinking, like, the women don't think about the wedding anymore. Oh, the marriage anymore. They don't think like that. It's more like, oh, my God. I hope it happens, but if it doesn't happen, then I'm okay with it not happening. Huh. Yeah, it's like a defense mechanism, you know. It's like, I mean, and then if you always, if you can't pick the right, and it's for any sex, you know, if you, if you're dating, and people have their different definition of what dating is, you know. Um, but if you're dating multiple guys, meaning, oh, you know, God. you're just not intimate with everybody but you're just going on dates with these oh, guys okay. and you're just feeling your way through so, or you can say you're dating but it's you know intimate with one person so it's two ways that I see dating so sometimes I have to clarify and see what uh-huh. the sex is what they mean by dating because I know mm-hmm. I understand both and I've 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 identified both in my but, life but you know um I don't know. I if, just if it date multiple people though, you you feeling way more than your way through something. You <laughs> no, you know how 
What I'm saying okay. is, is like if I went on a date mm-hmm. th- uh, tonight, if okay. I went on a date with a guy and it was just something fun or whatever, it was just conversation or whatever. And then Saturday I met up with a guy and it was just lunch. But, you know, that's kind of like just me dating, but me not being exclusive with anybody. That's all that is. I mean, men do it all the time. They just don't call it that. Uh, uh, and that's uh, all I'm saying right there. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're not and calling that's all, it dating. And that's, that's all, all I'm that's saying. The only so, difference. So what are we calling it then? Because I don't have. You no tell me, Tyrus. What y'all I'm messing it? with this one, that one. You know. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're just not calling it that, and it's like. Come on, oh. just call it what it is. It's fine. You. That's why it's like you have to understand in the beginning what somebody mean by this, this, and that. If I say dating, I'm okay. If I'm dating Tyrus, we're exclusive. Yes, I'm dating someone. Uh-huh. You know, then I would say someone or I'm dating. That can mean that I'm not exclusive within one person. Uh-huh. I'm just dating multiple guys. I'm not. That doesn't mean that I'm having sex and I'm intimate with multiple guys uh-huh. or any of them for that matter. It just means that I'm dating and I'm just fishing right now. Fishing. That's it. Go on fishing, huh? Guys do it all the time. Y'all just don't call it that. I would love to call it that. And guess what? Maybe maybe I'm maybe I misworded exactly. No. Maybe I misused the whole women being the new men, but this is exactly what I was stating. Okay. Back in the day, you only you didn't date multiple people. You didn't see multiple people. You didn't go out with multiple people. You stuck with that one person, and that's who you was with. Mm. The, but the, I think back then, though, the standards were different. Did the standards change? I mean, like as far as like women go, men changed. Men changed. Ooh. So women didn't change at all. I think we course, all changed. Because according I think to us, that... we stayed the same. But go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> according to men... I think that men stayed the same until mm-hmm. women changed. And yeah. when women changed, and the change that women made wasn't a bad change. The change was, I'm going to get me some options and I'm going to get me some resources because I can't put up with this foolishness like this. And I don't want my daughters and my sons to see me putting up with this. So education is number one now, not marriage. Getting your career together is number one now not marriage and kids, you know? So when women started to become a little more independent for, for survival purposes, then that's when men just started to, you know, it changed the dynamic. I'll say not that it changed men, but it changed the dynamic of the household. I can agree. April, you know, cause if, if I feel trapped, like, um, I can't remember if it was April or, um, I want to call you Snicks. Snicks. <laughs> I don't remember which one of you, you know, was saying that, you know, some people got married to get out their parents' household. And I know people in my family, like the a generation above me, that's what they did because that's what a lot of women do. Oh, you wasn't just moving out of your parents' house. You better be moving into your husband's house. Mm-hmm. And right. Just, that was the standard. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, they didn't say find you the right husband and you know make sure he ain't got no mental illness and make sure he's fit not they were talking about all that back then it was all about what was the number one thing find your mate mm-hmm. 
Get out of your parents' house. Mm-hmm. So the options weren't there because it wasn't about education and starting your business for yourself and starting, you know, a legacy or something to leave behind. It was all about getting with somebody oh. <laughs> so you could be out of their fa- your family's hair and move on. Well. So, you know, that changed the dynamic when women started to fight for their own independence to change the dynamic of the household. And that, that's not just a black household. That's that's if we want I mean everything is not about blacks but that changed the dynamic of just the family home period but you know I'm just um, some black empowerment shows I'm just trying to keep it you know. and there's nothing wrong with that but yeah. sometimes you got to compartmentalize and separate things you know and understand that this happened for every household not just the black household mm-hmm. okay so since Nick's opinion is that Men are the new women. Um, <laughs> Here we go. Oh, he's not gonna let that. Go. No, no, no. <laughs> nah. I need to know. I need to. Let me for her to give me uh, an example on how men are the new women. Minus the bussy poppers. You said that that may have been the wrong way to, to but, express that. Uh, well, this this is this is okay. So oh, now. this been a this been a while, it's and I said so. Listen, <laughs> so this is. This is the thing. Okay. I'm trying to find a good example without kind of like exposing some things. Okay, so listen. No, exposing If you walk, if you walk, <laughs> listen. Let's get it popping. Well, yeah. Oh, going it. See that they exposed the nature, bro. <laughs> okay, so listen. Oh, you know what? You're right. You told everybody, Jazz. Thank you for reeling me back in. Yeah, <laughs> since y'all out, since y'all, yeah, since y'all out here. <laughs> fishing and whatnot, but go ahead, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Carry no. <on>. Okay. <laughs> if you walk into the food stamp office, mm-hmm. who do you think you see? Um, Mexicans and white people. Nope. Okay. Dudes? Men? The, the black male. Are you saying black males at the food stamp office? More than the women. More than the women. Mm, mm, mm. This is facts. Boy. Who do you think that you see at the child support office? I know damn well the guy. I know why I should be saying at the child support. That'd be black women up in there. Especially uh, this you, you, marriage. You, you said that you see... <laughs> wait, hold up. You said you see more black women? yeah. Don't be covered with that. No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. Let her finish. Listen to what I'm saying. Who do you see at the child support office? Not black women. Yeah. Are they the parents of the children? Yeah. No, it's the grandmothers and the aunts. It's a. It's different. Men are at the food stamp office and women are just dropping their children off to, with whoever and going on about their business. Times are different. Oh. Very, very different. When you were younger, you would dare not to see your grandfather or your uncle or anyone in the food stamp office that was a black male. That was a disrespect to his family. You would get, you would get so much flack to be seen in a food stamp office as a black male. Now, it's like they're they outside, standing outside in the cold and have the most attitude about why their food stamp's not on. 
Well, this is the thing too. Some like when I was growing up, my uncle was my uncle and my aunt was my aunt. Nowadays, your uncle became your aunt and then your aunt became your uncle. They got so much weird shit out here in the world. Well, I'm not talking Man. about on that page. I'm not speaking about that. Yeah. I'm just saying yeah. you would not see a male in a, a food stamp office. No, but when I was growing up though, like all my uncles had businesses. Right. My dad did too. So everybody basically had their own thing. But men are not striving for the same thing anymore. I would beg to differ. I think we... All men. Not all men. I'm Listen. You have a different breed out here in that you just cannot see because you're different. <laughs> you hate to accept right. it. But in reality, men are not men anymore. This I, is not I the think same the thing that breed. Right. I think the thing that separated uh, scratch that <clears throat> there's a certain pride that men don't have like they had before. You know, um, which I don't come in pride. You know, I think that you sh- I-, I think that you shouldn't have pride. You know, I-, I think that's that's not something that God wants us to have, you know, but I think that these days men just don't have the kind of pride that would have prohibited them back in a day to be sitting in a welfare office. They're not, ashamed, they're not ashamed on any levels, you know. They want this. It's almost like the men striving for the equality that the women. Okay. Oh, hell, <laughs> sure. oh, no. Okay. So, oh, no. and, and let me be very clear when I say this: if okay. you are in need and you're at the food stamp office, then that's something different. But I'm talking about able body working, eligible, eighteen year old, nineteen twenty. 30-year-old men with no disabilities. I feel like they they should not be able... Well, I feel like that they should be able to provide for their families. But that's not the standard anymore. They're being taught, oh, you're 18, you can go out. When you get out the house, you can apply for your own food stamps. Because you're not going to be eating my food stamps because my right. still getting food stamps. Right. So it's a generational thing. It's a I just But are we you, are we just limited to are we limiting ourselves just to New Orleans though or do you think this is nationwide? Oh I think this is very nationwide. So I don't wanna down the people of New Orleans because I don't think that it's just like that. I just think that the generation is very different. Mm-hmm. They're like a lot of them are really lazy. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. They are so lazy. Men don't want to be men anymore. Women don't want to be parents anymore. They don't just don't want to do it anymore. Women don't want to be mamas. Yeah, they don't want to be. They don't want to do it. So I'm not just saying men. I'm just saying this whole generation is very, very different. Hmm. Now, um, okay, so we about to get out of here. However. I would like to invite y'all back. Um, well, next week is Christmas, though. So probably in two weeks, we can all come back. But this time, I want some men on the line. To <laughs> <laughs> help me out. The only reason why I didn't respond as much as I did today is because my sister talked to me 
the other day, and she was like, Tyrus, I heard your podcast with Snicks, and I think you were too hard on him. She was like, <gasps> she was like you were too hard on Snicks. Oh, yeah, Candace <laughs> felt like that, too. See? See what I'm saying? See? They caught... But you caught me on a sick day. I'm coming back. I had back. a migraine that day. I had a migraine that day. I'm coming back. <laughs> I had a migraine that day, and I was still doing it. But... <laughs> <laughs> but... That's why I chilled out. I said, you know what? Maybe when I keep hearing this, I'm going to chill out. I'm going to let them get their thoughts out. I'm not going to, you know, go hard. But it makes for good content. But in two weeks... It's back. I'm back it's on. But... Okay, but before we get out of here... I need y'all to um uh, um uh, Snicks. What you got going on? Snicks is coming back. Okay. Snicks at night. Snicks. We'll be back. Snicks at night is coming back. Yes. All right. Good. Good stuff. Good stuff. April, you said you got a um, podcast coming. Oh, with my friends. Yes. 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 Uh, <laughs> me and two of my girlfriends. We're trying to get this thing up and running. Uh-huh. Um, just name. have you, all of concept. Get a name. What's up? Oh no! Uh, it's gonna be called the Happy Hour, uh-huh. um, and we're just gonna be kind of basically. Well, all of us have like three different perspectives. I feel uh, one of my friends, she's in grad school. Um, uh, Full time working mama. My other friend, she's kind of cruising life. You know, she's uh-huh. doing her own little thing. So uh-huh. we're just um, gonna be bringing up certain topics, kind of like how we came together and talked about certain things um and just seeing where that'll lead us i'm really excited ain't got a business too right uh, talk, talk to us about that yeah um yeah i know you so um i also i'm also going to be starting my little bowline called is that gonna be big it's gonna be major but it's gonna be big but i'm yeah. starting out little tires let let me be modest. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be no, called Darren's Bows. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to start off with doing bows for little girls. But I also make bow ties as well. So I want to eventually venture off into doing like all types of stuff. But I'm really just starting it off with um, bows. For the hair and you want to sell it on like Target online store? Well, first I'm starting off just... Um, Probably like Etsy, and then I'm gonna see where that takes me. Just okay. starting nice. off slow, but just you know. Congratulations! Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Jazz, what you got? What's going on? Um, I don't have a podcast coming up or anything. Um, but you know, I do art, so Tyrus, you're familiar with that. Um, yes. Unfortunately, I've just been working a lot, so. Mm. But the commissions that have come to me, I've been able to, um, well, I'm in the process of one last commission, but, you know, um, yeah, doing art. So, there's anything, and it's mostly, like, painting, um, portrait design, mural art, um, things of that nature, you know. Working the RB sound. Yeah. I'm sorry? Working the RB sound. Um... I have an Instagram page. I don't really post a lot of my art because I haven't been able to do art for me. So everything has been commission based and I wait till my clients kind of post the art before I do it. Okay. Um, you know, so, but my page is the underscore jazz W and I have some art up. Some art, not much. And of course you guys know I got the documentary 
coming to a theater near you. Near you. Did I send everybody the uh, first cut? Nope. Yes. No? I think so. Okay, so Snicks ain't busy. Okay. My bad, Snicks. I'm going to send you the first and the second cut. Did I see how the second cut? About the dance you Yeah, second Okay. Some people got something for them. All right. Uh, <laughs> my bad, y'all. I've been... Um, mm-hmm. My bad. I've just been running around. <laughs> my bad. I'm sorry about that. Um, but you know, of course, that's coming out. Then, then a book about my dad. That's that should be dropping soon too. Um, oh, nice. Hmm. I was saying nice. Yes, yes, yes. Um, but before we leave, snakes, leave us with some positive. Talk to us. Um, something positive for today. Let's see. Why am I struggling with this? Well, I just want to congratulate two ladies on starting their businesses and. You know, hopefully that you guys, well, I know you guys will prosper. Please keep us all posted. Plug your information anytime that you can. So I'm sending out some blessings and wishes for you guys. And Tyrus, we already Thank know you. that your yours will be an absolute success. But yeah. don't be shy about your businesses and please, because we need to bond together. So make sure you guys drop all your information and let everybody know what you're doing. Okay. Great. Cool. April. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, oh God! Some hard what motivational stuff, uh, positive stuff. Um, I don't know. Um, let's say I guess for the end of this year, we kind of leave all that baggage and things that we no longer want to keep. Leave it in this year, and even start now. But even when twenty twenty come, like how we say we starting businesses or doing stuff like do what makes you happy do that business, make that art, do that podcast, do whatever fulfills you and keep trying to keep that negativity or those negative vibes or those negative people away because not everybody want to see you happy at making it. Huh. That's real. Mm-hmm. Jakes. <laughs> um, you know, be, be, be more intentional about the things you want in life you know, the direction that you want things to go, um, to piggyback, you know, be intentional about your business, be intentional about your podcast, um, about your documentary, about your book, about anything that you got going on. Cause God wants us to have the things of our heart, the desires of our hearts, you know, um, but we have to be intentional about it and we have to be proactive. So, you know, talk to God about the things that you want because he already knows. Pray about those things and set goals and smash them. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mine would be to unconditionally love and believe in yourself. Unconditionally. And, unpoly- and unapologetically love and believe in yourself. Now, we just spoke truth to power. I want everybody to have a good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.